and welcome to another edition of the Melanated Mom Podcast, where we keep ourselves as individuals, but we raise creative, innovative, and independent thinkers. Can't wait to meet you on the other side. Let's go. Hey, mamas. Okay, so which one of you are ready to start a podcast? Don't raise your hand because I can't see you, but... I can tell you some of the amazing things that Anchor has to offer you in terms of making a podcast. First of all, Anchor is the easiest way that you could ever record your podcast. It's free. They have tons of creation tools for you to use right from your phone or your computer. They will also help you distribute your podcast so you have to do no extra legwork. And it can be heard on places like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and many other listening platforms. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need all in one place. So if you're ready to get started, go download the Anchor app for free at anchor.fm. And guess what? I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hey, mamas, how you guys doing today? So I decided that I'm going to start telling you what episode we're on. (laughs) I'm only 17 episodes in and now I'm going to start doing that. So I'm dubbing this season two because I did take that one month break. Season two, episode three. Let's see if I can remember to tell you that every week. You know, I can't remember everything, you guys. So (laughs) I will try my very best to remember to mark that for you and for myself. So... What's up, everybody? We are back into like a full swing of getting our groove together. Y'all, I've been to the gym like, I don't know, about six times since I talked to you last. I've been waking up at 530. I got some friends out there. Shout out friends who've been texting me and saying, get up. Well, the getting up wasn't the problem because I was getting up. I was just in the garage. So now I actually backed my car out of the garage and got to the gym. So kudos to me. I'm so happy right now that I've been doing that. And then my um my internal alarm has just been going off at 530. So that is great. I'm excited to be getting up early And then on the days that I don't go to the gym, then I could just stay at home and stretch and spend extra time in prayer. So I am like all over that, guys. I'm so excited about that. That's like one of my main focuses for from this summer to next summer. Like I want to see a big difference. So it's I'm setting an intentional goal in my mind to make that happen. So anyway, today, another solo episode And I wanted to talk to you about teaching compassion to your children, but not to be compassionate towards other people, although that's great as well, but to be compassionate towards themselves. I think that we have to teach that early in life. Um, You know, as moms, let's be real right now, that we are not compassionate to ourselves a lot of times. Like, we don't... um, We don't talk to ourselves like we would talk to other people. And I think that it's a learned behavior. I think that is something that we can teach our children early on. And I think it just sets them up to be very confident, very secure in who they are, and very secure in being alone. Like this whole thing that people have about 
always having to be with other people, especially women and girls. I see it in a lot. Um, Yeah, we need community and all, but we need to be content with being alone. It's okay to be alone. (laughs) That's when you get some of your best things done is when you can spend time sitting with your own thoughts. For me, I don't know what you um, believe or who you worship, but for me, I get to spend time alone and I get to like see things from a God perspective. He can give me so much wisdom when I'm sitting alone. So we can't be afraid of the quiet time. We can't be feeling every single moment of our lives with chatter and people and things or whatever. That's like insecurity to me. Like you don't want to get to know yourself. So Hey, I'm not trying to like um, come down on nobody, but spend some time with yourself. You know, it's, it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. So I wanted to come to you with three tips today for how to teach compassion to our children. And the first one I already kind of like jumped into is being compassionate towards yourself. That means that you don't feed yourself these crappy messages. You don't talk to yourself crappy. You don't talk to yourself like you wouldn't talk to a friend. You are nice to yourself. I have to work on this one because I'm always talking about my weight, how much weight I want to lose. Um, but in a really negative way. I don't want to pass that down to my daughter. I want her to be compassionate to herself in those areas if she does happen to have a weight struggle. And just get it done. Like, why are you talking about it all day? Why are you beating yourself up about it when you could just get it done? And that's the same way that we want um, our children to talk to themselves. How sad and heartbreaking would it be for us if we heard our children talking to themselves about something they weren't good at the way that we talk to ourselves? I don't think we would like that. Like it would be extremely heartbreaking, but we keep doing it all the time. And then we expect them to do differently. They not listening to so much what we say. They're listening to more of what we do and how we show up. So show up for yourself in a different way and allow your kids to be free early. Like to not have these issues of not loving yourself enough to talk nicely to yourself. Um, other ways that we show our kids that we don't care about ourselves as we care as much as we care about other people is we let folks trample all over us use us up you know not show up for us not be there for us but we keep showing up for them you know showing us that they don't want to be a friend to us but we keep chasing and running after them what would you what would you tell your children if they were doing that I know I would tell my kids stop This person obviously does not desire a relationship with you. So you move on. So guess what you need to do? Guess what I need to do? Stop. You could love people from a distance. I could love you and not want to sit down and have Starbucks with you. Okay. (laughs) So I don't need to chase after people who don't desire to be in relationship with me. That's not being compassionate towards ourselves. Another one I have listed here, I'm reading my notes, guys, because I cannot remember everything. Um, I already said you sit up and talk about yourself, talk about yourself like trash, and then <laughs> expect your children to learn differently and talk to themselves differently. So um, I really encourage that one big time. And that's a hard one because 
when we're not good at things, a lot of times that's our first go to. And I just keep going back to weight because I'm not good at that. Like I've been trying to lose 20 pounds for <laughs> for 20 years. I don't know. It's so hard for me. Like I work out all day and I don't eat right. So I really get down on myself, but I would never want my daughter to be in the position where she talked to herself the way that I talked to myself about weight and losing weight. So that's something to think about, guys. Um, The second one, okay, before I go to the second one, let me make sure I said everything I wanted to say. Yeah, I think I pretty much did. Okay, so the second one is to excuse me, guys, is to teach your kids to self-validate. We are all about affirming over here. We all up into the affirmations every night. I am smart. I am awesome. I am powerful. The one that I love the most, I am proud of myself every single night, like drill. And you can't say it like, I'm smart. No, you have to say, I am smart. My kids say affirmations every single night and I make them say it like they believe it. Because if you don't believe it today, if you say it every day, at some point that's going to get down in your spirit and you're going to be like, I am smart. And you're going to believe that thing. The one that I love the most, like I said, is I am proud of myself because being proud of yourself coupled with another one that we say, I can do all things through Christ. Those two things, oh, you on fire. (laughs) So I'm trying to get my babies to be on fire. Y'all, get your babies to be on fire. Being proud of themselves. A lot of times my kids will like create stuff or make stuff or do stuff. And they say, look, mommy and daddy, look, 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 look what I did. Do you like it? And this is what I say. Do you like it? And then they say, yeah. I say, are you proud of yourself? And they say yes, because it's very important for me to be proud of them, but it's extremely important for them to be proud of themselves. Because if I teach you to be proud of yourself now, you don't need nobody to pat you on the back. It's nice when you get somebody to pat you on the back, but even if they don't, you are going full force into your dreams, into your desires, into the wishes that you have for your life, into the things that you've been called to do by God. You ain't waiting for nobody to say, oh, look at you. You're doing such a good, a good job. And um, I just think that's like living your best life, really, when you could just say that if nobody else jumps on board with me, that. I feel like I've been called to do this. I feel like there's purpose and meaning and fun in this for me. And I'm going to do it whether anybody else says it to me or not. So I will stand in the mirror and say, I'm proud of myself. And that's what I want to teach them how to do early. That's being compassionate towards yourself by knowing that whatever gift and talent that you have, that you could be proud down on the inside, no matter what. So that is a very good one. That's one that we do all the time. Oh, y'all about to hear me turning some pages because my notes are all over. I know you guys didn't think I just memorized all this stuff I was saying to you, right? Like, um, I believe it, but <laughs> I haven't memorized it. So, um, let me see. Okay. Yes. So, And um, something that I'm working on for myself is that I am extremely indecisive. 
in so many ways. And that's just one of the things that I'm working hard to change because I want my children to be confident in the dreams that they have and in the decisions that they make for themselves. And even if that dream or that desire doesn't work out for them, guess what? It's a learning tool. It's really great for learning how to problem solve. I take issue with a grown person who has nothing but a bunch of problems all the time. (laughs) And they haven't learned how to problem solve on their own. But problem solving, again, is a top behavior. So if you let your kids wrestle around with indecisiveness and let them come up with solutions on their own, problem solving. Who want to get to 35 years old, 40, I'm 45, y'all, 45, 50, and not know how to solve problems? You calling everybody on the phone to solve your stuff. People ain't got time to listen to that all day. (laughs) So guess what? If you haven't learned that skill yet, it's, it's a great one to pick up. I'm indecisive, but I got some problem solving skills. But I do need to work on my indecisiveness because you want to come sharp. You want to come clean. You want to come in a way that it's fun to talk to you, that you're fun to be around, that you don't always come with a problem. And you want to raise your kids in that aspect too, that they don't always have problems when they come to people, that people enjoy hanging out with them because they bring the sunshine. They bring the light. They bring the joy. I was working with a teacher the other day. I don't know how many of you actually know what I do. I am a sign language interpreter. I'm a contractor. So I work in many different um, arenas. I was working in a classroom the other day. And I was just standing in front of the door waiting for the teacher. I got there a little bit early and I had worked with her. I don't know. I think once before, but it was some years ago. So I was standing there. I was smiling. I was very cheerful, very happy. She walked up to me and she said, I'm going to give you a hug because you brought me sunshine just because I was standing there being happy. (laughs) Nothing else but being happy. Because I didn't bring my problems to work because I wasn't all like pent up in some other stuff, you know, and hey, I like bringing the sunshine. That's what I told her. I like I'm here for it. I'm here to bring the sunshine. It don't take nothing away from me. And I got a hug like a big hug from this teacher. And she told the whole class she bought me the sunshine. So I think we're going to have a positive afternoon. I love it. I'm here for it. So, you know, we want to teach our kids to be those people because everyone loves being around a person that brings the sunshine, right? I love it. Okay, and so the third and final tip that I have for you today about teaching your kids to be compassionate towards themselves, I mentioned it at the top of the podcast, but I didn't go into depth. So I'm going to talk about being okay spending time alone. It's so compassionate to spend time alone, just to get into and dive into your own thoughts or to do things without having to worry about bringing somebody else along. You know how good it feels when you could just get some stuff done and you don't have to be like, oh, I have to wait for this person or, oh, I got to get on their schedule. I got to get on their timetable when you could just be like, okay. I'm beginning here, I'm going to roll my sleeves up and I'm going to do the things that I know that I need to do for myself. 
Um, I said it, I think, at the top of the podcast, too. I can't remember now. But um, the thing with girls and needing to always be with somebody. My daughter is only in kindergarten, but I'd be on her head about that because she's like, oh, these people won't play with me. Oh, they won't be my friends. Oh, they don't like me. She's gotten much better about it. And she's only in kindergarten. So I've been doing this, you know, (laughs) for a minute now. Girl, play by yourself. And if that person don't want to play with you, they over here acting funny style. You better have more than one friend. I don't even like um, get down with the BFF term. I don't I don't get down with it. I used to get down with it. Something happened. And it just I'm not there anymore, period. I just don't feel like I want to have one person that I put that much. um, I'm just going to say faith in for lack of a better word. I don't I don't know what else to say about it. But you know what I have? I have a bunch of awesome and amazing girlfriends. I have girlfriends that I don't see for nothing else but going hiking. I don't I have girlfriends that I just go exercise with. I have girlfriends that I might catch movies with. I have girlfriends that sit on my couch. I have girls that I go out with just to have a spa day or a drink. And it's so amazing because we have so many different things in common. So this is what I teach my daughter. Get you a bunch of friends. You don't need to be playing with the same person every single day. It's compassionate to you to have people that have different interests and different things that they like to draw out of you and things that you like to draw out of them. Do that. Or even still, spend time alone. All of those things are okay. I think that it makes us such a more well-rounded person to be able to do that and to be able to like have your stretch go that far and not need to just depend on one person to be your friend. First, you should be dependent on Jesus. Then you should be dependent on yourself. Then spread your love, basically, you know, to other people and be out there meeting other people. So, you know, we're like three weeks into kindergarten now. And my daughter is like, I made this friend and that friend and this friend and that friend. And I'm like, okay, girl, I see you make friends. She had one little girl at her other preschool that she loved to play with every day. They were like turning into little BFFs. Hey, it's great. You know, you want to like, you like playing with this person. This person fuels your fire, but I don't want you being attached to nobody like that. Remember how you used to feel when the person that you love the most, I remember this feeling in high school, junior high, high school, that person was absent. You were sad all day. (laughs) You just ate lunch by yourself. You did this by yourself. I'm like, spread the wealth, diversify so that when somebody is not around, you'll be okay. And then on the other end of that, again, be okay with spending time alone. I think that it's another top behavior to teach our kids, especially our girls, to be okay with being alone and to be okay with not having the same person be your go-to every single time. It's okay. Now, I said that these tips and these 
um, tricks were something that we could teach our kids in order to be compassionate towards themselves. But a lot of us still aren't there. So think about any of these things or uh, think about more like sit down. I'm going to sit down, actually. So maybe you should do this with me. Um, Sit down, get yourself a journal and list all the ways that you could spend more time being compassionate to yourself. I have a friend. um, Shout out to Anna. It's my girl, my sister um, that is doing self-care September. I'm here for it. Like if it's not. A hell yes, then it's a no. This is what she's saying. So if I don't really want to do it this month, then I'm not doing it. And we need to learn how to do those things for ourselves. So sit down, get out a journal, list the ways that you could be more compassionate to yourself because you deserve it. We deserve to be compassionate to ourselves. We deserve to love ourselves like we would love somebody else. We deserve to talk to ourselves like we would talk to somebody else. I would never tell somebody, girl, you need to lose a thousand pounds. But I say it all the time. I need to lose a thousand pounds. I mean, it's just not nice. Yes, I need to lose weight. Yes, I need to, you know, tone up or whatever. But, you know, hey. It's going to happen if I keep getting up at 530 in the morning and pushing away from the table. So I don't need to talk about it. I just need to be about it. And I could be compassionate to myself in those times. So if you get your journal out and you write some stuff down, interact with me on social media, please. Interact with me on Facebook. Interact with me on Instagram. And let me know what you wrote down, what you came up with, because I might have to steal some of your ideas, too. Okay, so. It is Wednesday. I am praying that you have a fantastic rest of the week and I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Melanated Mom podcast. Let's stay connected. Read my blogs over at melanatedmom.com. Stay connected with me on Facebook at Melanated Hyphen Mom on IG at Melanated Mom Podcast and my new Twitter account at Melanated Mom One. Talk to you soon.